Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanet. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice, juicy little Friday. It is beautiful out there. It is 5.05 with Isaac and Buck. Yeah. Ryan Buckley is uh, out of the cage and on location. This probably feels like a day off for you. A little bit. Uh, yeah, there's considerably less to do when I'm just sitting here on this couch. That's right. And Souk, you know, I mean, we love him. We do. He's our guy. Yeah. But let's be honest. His job? <laughs> Piece of cake. <laughs> Sit over there and spew opinions. It's a good life. Yeah, I'd like that's that's why I'm, I'm enjoying today so much, because I just have to sit here. It's a good life. Uh, my name is Isaac Ryan Buckley over there. Uh, we've got Will Ortner back in the studio. Ortner, um, Will Ortner again. Uh, yeah, coming through in the clutch yeah. when uh, you know it's the availability man. The guy He's an has, ha- has it figured out. He's an all star. I ran out of my AP U.S. History class. I don't know if they found another teacher. Those kids are still there, probably. No, you were teaching when you got the call, and you came to do radio with us. Well, the bat signal. You were molding up. the minds of young America. And well, when the you bat signal. Work with us? When the bat signal goes up. Does Batman just like, no, sorry, i got to go hang out with the kids, or does he just bolt? I, bolt? I don't actually know. I guess he bolts. You are so very Batman. So those kids are just, you just left them? Yeah. That well, can't be they're right. not they're my AP, problem anymore. They're AP kids, so they're probably smart. They might be able to figure it out. So you just put on like a video or something. Here, watch this. And put on a Crash Course World History. Right. Well, Will is there because uh, Jordan got sick mm-hmm. again. So he's he was going to fill in. He's out. Um, Suk will not be here Monday, but he will be back uh, with me on Tuesday, and you should join us. We're going to be out at X-Golf Tualatin for the uh, Fan Winter Golf Classic. Uh, Coming up, Joey Harrington, 530. Oh, yeah, we do have Joey. Yep, he'll be coming on uh, live. We will uh, talk to him about um, a topic I want to touch on next, which is, is being a college football coach the hardest job in team sports now? This is a great question. And I think it is. 
But we'll we'll uh, touch on that tonight in the club. Uh, thoughts on the thirty day dry dock that Ryan uh, Buckley is doing? Mm. I'd also like to um, announce on the air that I'm about to become this guy. Ooh, and I want to I want to share that with you all, and I want to see what you think because I am about to become that guy. The way you said I'm about to become is like most people follow that with a father. But you're, yeah, not, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not about to become a father. I'll though. take another one. Thank you. Yeah, Isaac's distracted Thank now you, because Kirk. the, the oh, red sorry. wine is about to flow. <laughs> <laughs> They're back at the bar. Least you could do is buy me a drink. Thank you. When you said I thought I'm about to become, I thought you were going to say a father. Oh God, no. Yeah, well, are that, you that, kidding me? That's how that sentence I ends am a for father. a lot of. Oh, I know. My son's 24. I know. I am not a about grandfather. To start over. Yeah, I might. Yes. Now that could happen. Hopefully not anytime soon, but it could happen. So that'll be in the club tonight. Um, some other cool, fun stuff. What were we talking about? Oh, we're, i got to tell you, we're at the uh, Oregon International Auto Show. If you're just tuning in, you're getting in your car after, the, uh, after working today. Uh, we're out at the auto show, which is at the convention center. It's the largest auto show in the Pacific Northwest. It run through, uh, runs through Sunday. Tickets are 20 bucks. You can get them right here at the door, and there are discounts for military, seniors, and kids. And, uh, you know, it's like uh, there's no sales. It's, there's, it's a no-pressure environment. You don't have, It's nice. Not, Come down. Not, hang yeah. out. Check it out. They're not just going to grill you and, like, here, sign these papers, yeah, and you're going to go home with this car. It's not like that. <laughs> they got over 20 global auto brands here. But now I hope they have a guy that talks in an old-timey accent yeah. like that. Yeah. Sign here. <laughs> Hundreds of vehicles. Um, you know, they're all here. It's kind of cool. And as we were saying earlier, what? where else... So when normally when you buy a car, you're thinking about getting into a car. You you research online what sort of make you want a model, and then you go to that dealership. Here they're all in one place, so you can shop around all the new stuff and all the EVs, and you can take a look at everything yep. and see what you like. All uh, oh, thank you, Mr. Cooley. Look at look at God, sales guy a, Cooley. What a gentleman! Through. Him and his dad jeans <laughs> over there. <laughs> He gives you a free drink. And <laughs> I know. but he, And he gave me the stare. He didn't like that. I'm sorry. That was... <laughs> Bite the hand that feeds you. Um, all right. Where were we? Uh, Oregon International Auto Show. You should come out. Uh, open tomorrow, 10 to 10. Sunday, 10 to 7. Right now, the hot 5 at 5. Oh. Hot topics. Hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. That's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Well, let's get in a little college baseball, shall we? Oregon oh. State. They are five and zero oh out of the gate. They are ranked seventh, and tonight a big one. They yes, they take on number two Arkansas. Woo pig suey. And they are out there uh, still at Globe Life uh, Field in Arlington. Uh, they are two college world Se- uh, college world series favorites. These two teams. Uh, I don't doubt it. Two top tens. Just about to get underway. Uh, if you have not seen the last fifteen seconds of the Oregon State women's basketball win over UCLA last week. so awesome. You are missing out. Google it. It was amazing. Uh, The Beavers are back in action tonight. Now, they they came off that UCLA win by losing to USC. Uh, They're ranked ninth tonight. They visit Washington State, and the uh, Ducks women's team is at Washington to take on those pesky Huskies. Yeah. 
number four. Well, the Cougs now hold the outright lead in the Pac-12 after winning in Tucson last night. Now, that was a good game. I don't know if you caught any oh, of it. it was an awesome game. Really good. And Washington State, that that team is legit. They got some dog in them. Oregon, uh, just a game and a half back. The Ducks tomorrow will visit Cal. That game, of course, on the fan, 3.30 pregame. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Wazoo is at Arizona State. Um, both Cal and Washington, or, sorry, both Cal and Arizona State have losing records. So um, you had some fun with those stats yesterday about Wazoo. I saw that uh, yeah. t- today's the first time they're in sole possession of first place in the Pac-12 since '86. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So they haven't. Yesterday we talked about it. they have not won the Pac-12 since even longer than that. 1941, when dude. they won the national title. Yeah. 41. Yeah. It's been over 80 years. Tell me you're not rooting for them. And by of the course. way, the second you watch them, many of our listeners probably haven't watched them. I watched them for the first time last night. That's a team I can get behind. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah, they are. They're they're very well coached. The SEC is spearheading an effort to make December a recruiting dead period. Um, now they say all of their coaches are on board with this. I they want to. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coaches want to break from this. They want to be able to coach yes. their teams during bowl season. Yeah. So what they want to do is push signing day two weeks closer to the start of the month. Um, and they say that they are currently socializing this concept to other leagues, but I don't know why other leagues would not want it. Yeah, I, I think it also has to do with the timing of the transfer portal, too. The, the way that signing day had previously lined up at the transfer portal before didn't make a ton of sense with when guys were jumping ship and when teams were trying to fill their rosters or fill their empty spots. This should make more sense in theory. Yeah, I, I think it's only a matter of time before this happens. It's just... Interesting to me that for all the hate towards the SEC and the Big Ten for what they're doing to college football, they're actually the ones that are spearheading all the the good changes. You know? Yeah. No, I, I yes. 100%. I mean, they, it's pretty much just the SEC and the Big Ten making all the moves. It's like, well. They're like, well, now we have the power conferences. We know what we want the landscape to look like. You're either coming with us or we're going to leave you behind. In the NCAA, they're still around, but... They are now, I saw this today, there's two bits of NCAA news to tell you about. One is, they're now discussing policy changes that would allow them to punish athletic directors and even university presidents. Until now, any enforcement action mostly pertained to coaches, but they also want to be able to punish chancellors and compliance officers. So, interesting. that's what they're trying to do. This, all the while, the other bit of NCAA Who news. Who has to sign off on that, though? Presidents and chancellors? <laughs> well, no, this is the infraction. Uh, the Committee on Infractions oh, I see it. wants okay. to do this yeah. they, because they're trying to get more teeth. They're trying yeah. to get their teeth back. But um, the, the other bit of news hurts the NCAA today. Uh, they took another blow in court, a temporary injunction in that Tennessee lawsuit that prevents the NCAA from enforcing NIL policy for the time being. So they now cannot enforce their own NIL policy. Thanks to this injunction. What a mess they have on their hands. <laughs> you ain't kidding. And your Blazers are finally back in action tonight. Uh, if you care, they are hosting the Mighty Nuggets. Uh, but somehow, after 10 days off, they remain banged up. <laughs> like, the, half the team is sitting out. Scoot Henderson is now out after um, he, wasn't, he, he appeared in the Rising Stars event last weekend, but he has an adductor strain. Uh, also out are Brogdon Sharp and Repair. Jabari Walker questionable. Denver is a 10-point favorite. Um, yeah, so I think you're over-under. 
what is it, 28 and a half you guys got? Yeah, I You're actually, fine. I actually split mine up and did a little bit of plus money in under 25 and a half as well. See how that goes. Look at you doubling down. I like that riverboat gambler in Ryan it. Buckley. Go for it. Uh, there's your Hot 5 at 5. It's brought to you by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victorico's.com. Up next is being a college football coach, now the hardest job in team sports. It is 516 on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oregon International Auto Show runs through Sunday at the Oregon Convention Center. Uh, Buck is in for Souk, although I guess Souk is stuck at the airport. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, on his outbound or if it's on his delay or if it's like he's got a layover that he's delayed. But yeah, he tweeted out a photo of uh, a glass of some brown water and uh, said, ask me anything. I got a delay. Ah, the AMA. Yep. So he's during his own show. During his own show. Doing an AMA. Now, uh, our sales staff thought that maybe he should call in and be on right. the show since he's not working right well, now. He's and probably he's half in the bag, which would be great. Even better. It's great for the sales staff. And it would make your job even easier. Yeah. Now now it's like, God. You even need me? I'll go home. You paid for this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, There, I see. I do see uh, one, two, three, four, You're getting five. getting a side eye from the big boss now. Yeah, five full <laughs> beers over there. So things are good. For those guys. Oh, she thinks that Kim thinks that we should call Sue and have him on the show. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, put him on. I mean, he is. This is his show. It's his show. It's primetime with Isaac and Sue. Uh, Joey Harrington is coming up here in, uh, oh, looks like about eight minutes. Uh, real quick, and this is something we'll talk about with him, too, but uh, is being a college football coach the hardest job in team sports? Really good article uh, on this from Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports who kind of laid it all out. And, boy, I tell you, you know, everybody's been talking about this, and we've talked about it on the show, of of the exodus of college coaches to the NFL or just coaches taking lesser jobs. Um, like, group, of, for example, group of five college coaches that are head coaches are uh, – many of them have taken – I say many. There are several examples of group of five head coaches who have now taken position coaches in Power Five. Yep. Right. Yep. So um, – but until I read this article 
on CBS Sports from Dennis Dodd. I didn't realize how many guys have made this move. Now, of course, the biggest is you've lost probably the two best head coaches in college football. Jim Harbaugh went to the NFL and Nick Saban retired. Yeah. And you 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 certainly know, even though they didn't really come out and say it, that the new state of college football attributed to that. Yes, that the, the way things are now is really making it difficult for a lot of coaches, but especially coaches who are from kind of an old guard. Yeah, and so, yeah, like Jerry, old guard, makes me think of Jerry Kill. Sure. And Jerry Kill was the head coach at... New Mexico State? New Mexico State, and he up and quit. He actually had a really good season. Yeah, he did. He he basically had a, like, this is going to be my farewell. I can't do this anymore. I can't keep up with this. Yeah, he quit, and he is now, I don't know if anybody saw this, but this was in the article, too. He said he is now a consultant at Vanderbilt. And they asked him about it, and he said, well, I love country music, and I don't have to raise NIL money. <laughs> and that's it. Like okay. that, doesn't that s- summarize it right there? It's a very uncertain future for college football. There's absolutely zero work-life balance, and I mean zero as opposed to the NFL. You can't really build a roster now, and if you do, it's it's not for more than one year. And then you have to re-recruit well, your Well, I don't roster. think those NFL coaches have work-life balance, though, do you? I do. Really? Yeah, I do. I mean, I hear the stories because about the guys that sleep coaching. on their cots and well, stuff like that. Like, but I, but I think it's, I think they do during the season. I think right now, I think they do have a good work life balance, or at least should. Maybe, I mean, look, maybe some so. people. Yeah, some yeah. people are never going to have a good work life balance because they're just they're insane and they just all, all they care about is their work, and that is a lot of NFL football coaches. I just mean there is more opportunity for work life balance in the NFL than there okay. is in college. Yeah, I, I can get right? that. Yeah. So you 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 now have to re recruit your own roster. That I think is taking a it's huge toll on yes. coaches. Yes, and then you still have to recruit the incoming freshmen. And oh, by the way, pour over the transfer portal, which seemingly never ends. Much of this has to be done while you're preparing for a bowl game, if you had any success at all. Well, and I think that there's there's a huge emotional toll it takes. I mean, I, I worked in recruiting for three years while I was at Oregon as an, as an intern, so I saw how it was done then firsthand. And a lot of these coaches, they put so much into building relationships with these kids. And now, with the way the transfer portal is and the way the NIL is, if you can't give them enough money or the right opportunity, you have to lay all this groundwork for years to get a high school kid interested. And yeah. a year later, he's like, see you later. Yep. It's it's brutal it's really tough and then so so let's just keep layering this up so you have to do that all over again by the way in april so like right now is seemingly the downtime for a college football coach we saw dan landing at the waste management phoenix open mm-hmm. right um i think and the super bowl they're sort of, oh he was at the super bowl yeah big chiefs fan oh that's right they're all they're always recruiting right but um the, there's another transfer window in April. Yep. So you're going to have to do this all over again. And then, okay, so now let's keep layering this. You have NIL considerations. Um, you have to keep raising money. You have to keep up the NIL. Um, you ha- you still have to deal with boosters. You still have to deal with uh, families of recruits. You still have to deal with the administration yep. and their goals and their own ideas. Um, and, oh, by the way, after all of that, you have to prepare your game plan uh, while constantly switching out your staff. Yeah, you, you have to go win football games with parts that are constantly changing. Dude, tell me how that is not the hardest job in team sports now. I wouldn't have thought so maybe as recently as a year ago. But it is. It I wouldn't abso- have either. It absolutely is. No, I used and to and think, it seems like it's not close. I, I don't think it is anymore. I used to think it was the NBA head coach because in the NBA, the players have guaranteed contracts and... 
they, I mean, if they don't respect you, you're out. And they don't have to respect you. Yeah. If, if you, I mean, like, let us. And in some me. cases, the small roster, I think, lends to that. Like, you better be able to win yes. over your superstars. Because if, right. you, if you don't, like, sorry. It's such a delicate dance. Yeah. You piss off one guy. And he gets disgruntled. You need to get the most out of him, but NBA players, I mean, all athletes can be divas, but, like, you get some of the, I think it's an exceptionally tough line to walk of, like, how to push hard enough, but also not so hard that they hate you. Dude, that league, yeah, I just, I've always thought that that's the hardest job. It's it's really difficult to get the the buy-in from players. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't have superstar players, good luck winning. Yeah. Like, it's just impossible. At that point, you're just cashing checks. So... Outside of that, I can't think of another job in team sports that would be harder than this. I mean, it has gotten insane. And so uh, to the numbers, before we get to Joey, Dodd said that um, 26 FBS assistants have taken jobs in the NFL this offseason, mm-hmm. and 40% of them are at a lesser title. In other words, they just they went They're from willing OC to, take to a running backs. Not coach. even a lateral move, but a step down in order to do it. Exactly. Yeah, that, that says a lot. You had the BC coach finally came out. He's the Packers uh, defensive coordinator Halfley, now. Jeff Halfley. Yeah. Uh, is that his name? Yeah. Boston Halfley. College, yeah. Yeah. He came out today, and uh, he was talking about it, saying, dude, he was talking about the work-life balance stuff. He's like, I just finally get to do what I love, which is watch film. I just get to – it's and football. so many coaches want that. And honestly, I think in football, to be good at football, the best ones are the ones who can devote all their time to football. Right. And it's that's all really hard yeah. to be the best and only devote 60% of your time to football. Like, it, like, it, it is – what is being asked of college head coaches now is insane. And I think some of the very best at their craft, all they want to do is just their craft, not all the outside stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and it's – the bigger question, and this is something we'll get into with Joey next, is this going to become an epidemic? Like, is this a real – well, we know it's a real problem, but how much – I think this is only beginning. Well, and, and if that's the case, what does it do to haves and have-nots? Like, you, you see when the schools who recruit versus the schools who don't and the kind of – the separation that creates in the in the herd. If you If you – only have a handful of schools that can really attract good coaches, and everyone else is like, yeah. "No, I'll go do something pro, or I'll go do a position coach." That, like, I tell you, that what. could that could create some serious waves. Don't you think that in the market we're in, this would be a, such a bigger topic if Dan Lanning weren't Dan Lanning? Right? Oh yeah, think about it. Like, oh yeah, Oregon has one of the guys who is. I think he's the poster child for what you would want moving forward. I'm not about to say he's the best coach in the country, but but for checking all the boxes that you need right now in today's landscape, the energy, the recruiting, the NIL, the the glad handing, and also the football intensity, that's the mold I think you want right now. He is built for this. Yes. And because he is built for this, everybody at Oregon is kind of looking around, breathing, breathing easier because of that. And again, it's not that he's the greatest on the planet. It's just that... In this new landscape, that's a guy who embraces this challenge that we just went through. Kenny Dillingham's the same way. I don't know if you saw his quotes. Yeah. He yeah. came out and said, hey, man, you don't like it? Leave. He's like, quit. He's like, I, I went and got coffee for nine years. Like, like yeah. you think that's easy? No, we do this. It's hard. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, your job's and hard. And that's the attitude you have to have. You, you either, have you either take that attitude, and yep. Sark said the same thing. Sark is, is all in on this. Or you're like the Sabins and the Chip Kellys, and you're like, ah, I'm not dealing with and it. And even Saban, I think, could do this for a while, but it is swung so drastically now 
that uh, it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah, it's just it's. I just think this would be such a bigger topic if, the, let's say, that were Chip Kelly. Like, imagine if that were Chip Kelly. Like, if we were having this conversation coach, with Chip and the Ducks, he back was still then. the coach at Oregon. Yeah, yeah. And he left to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. Meltdown. Imagine that. Meltdown city. Meltdown of epic proportions yeah. in this market. But because yeah. Dan Lanning Because you here, have a guy who, one, wants to be here and yeah. says your place is the right place to do very it. Very stable. Everyone's like, ha, well. You yeah. Know. You're very stable at the right time where everything is, is unstable. Yep. Um, let's talk more about this with Joey uh, coming up next. He'll join us live. Joey Harrington, a man... A, a, a great sportsman, mm. a man of great integrity, Joey Harrington. We'll see what he thinks about all this uh, when we return. We're here at the uh, Oregon Convention Center. It's Isaac and Buck. Joey joins us next, but first, Will with Sports Center. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're back at the uh, Oregon International Auto Show. Yeah. Buckley's in for Souk. Uh, right. Joey Harrington is here. Uh, Will just told us that you answered the phone when he called you with Joey's taxidermy. You snuff him, we stuff him. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, he did that last week for us, too. Did he? But, I mean, the, the listeners didn't hear it, but yes, when, when, we, when I called him last week, same thing. Yeah. Joey, the, you know, this is, a, this is an underrated thing about you. Joey, he's much like Souk in that he knows a lot of funny lines from movies. Well, yeah, last week he did the entire yeah. Dalai Lama Caddyshack. And he will text you really funny things, and this, this, this throws me off because I know no lines from movies. So Suk will say something that I think is really funny, and then I will real I, I will later realize that it's from it a movie. It wasn't an original thought. Yeah, and that makes me think less of him. Uh, and with uh. you, you will often text things that are actually lines from movies, and I think that's I think that's great. Or you could think more of him because he's taking an application or some other piece and applying it to what is happening right now instead of having an original thought mm -hmm. that is actually you know you can think of all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff in your head i mean seriously who does that like but well, yeah, drawing on his memory and connecting yeah absolutely exactly mm. exactly it's a good way to you look know, at it you, yeah yeah you're at the auto show yeah you want to come down lots of hot cars well you know okay so it's story time right so that's a no it's story time season, right? <laughs> this just popped into my head. He's got Ready? it on the taxidermy shop. That's true. Yeah, okay. No, we it's not taxidermy. It's auto. I, I bet he's got a good car story. Lines, right? 
Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So I get drafted by the Lions, and everything's got to be Ford. And so, mm-hmm. like, people are, like, dying to give you cars when you're, you know, playing Must in the NFL, nice. which makes no sense. Yeah, Damn. you know, so I would do a radio show. Actually, you know what? I do your radio show, and I don't get a car. But I would do a radio show. Now, maybe that says more about me than you. But um, so I do. Can, I, can, radio I, can I interrupt show. you for a quick second? Yeah. Didn't you have yeah. a deal with BMW through our show? <laughs> I didn't get a free BMW. Oh, you didn't? Oh, well, that's between oh, you and them. God, no. Right. No. So, so I would do right. Mitch Albom's radio show in uh, in Detroit, I and like then Mitch in Album. exchange, he, what's that? I like Mitch Album. I think he's. I think he's, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's one of the one of the good journalists out there. One of his books is on oh my, my next to read list. Wonderful guy. Oh, Anyways. his books are are tremendous, and he's an incredible human being. Like mm-hmm. here, okay. This is what's so great about post football season right. radio is we can take whatever turn we want. Let's just and go. So it, let's just go. Mitch Album is now running a an orphanage in Haiti. You're kidding. Really? <laughs> yes. He is literally taking in Haitian orphans. And is at, and it is one of the most incredible projects, the most kind-hearted. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who has taken his fame or celebrity or, or whatever you want to call it, like, and, and turned it into something for good. Um, I mean, it, it, it's an absolutely amazing story you should read his latest book um and of course i'm drawing a blank on the title of it now but it's written about one of the young girls from the orphanage who he actually adopted and uh came to live with um he and janine in in detroit wonderful sidetrack yes um we can get back to mitch what were we talking about well you you were saying that people were trying to give you cars oh yeah 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 it wasn't trying. So, like, they, you know, you'll do a radio. It's like, you know, Aaron Rodgers comes on Pat McAfee's show every week. Like, he gets paid, right? It's, it's not just, hey, I'm going to show up and do it. But so they would do trade-outs where, I, you know, you show up and, and do your radio appearance. And in exchange, I would get a, a Jaguar for the, the football season, right? So, I, you know, whenever I showed up and... Um, in preseason, then you just drove the Jag through the season and then gave it back and then flew back to Portland. But so notoriously, you know, apparently Jags, like, you know, I didn't know this growing up, but like they mechanically like malfunction. And so um, the parking brake got locked and I, like it was one of the electronic ones and I couldn't get it undone. Like it wouldn't. And so they had to come tow the car get to the dealership and like we don't have another car right now it's like oh that's cool that's you know we'll, you know figure it out and they're like no 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 but we have this aston martin <laughs> that'll work <laughs> and i was like hold on because it's a jaguar aston martin dealership this is when aston martin and jaguar were under the ford umbrella and they said but we've got this aston martin here why don't you just take that until your car is fixed I'm like no 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 I am not taking responsibility for this, what, at the time, you know, $160,000 car, you know, now oh, there's insurance? Come million. On. Oh, my God. So they, they, it's a, it was the Aston Martin, the V12 Vanquish. 
It's like a 485 horsepower V12. Oh that God. all, you know, and I'm not like, I'm not a car geek and, and I can't, but it had like the Tiptronic paddles. Like there's no, um, there was no parking or there was no, it was just a parking brake and then like neutral and all, and then like a reverse button. It was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. But you want to talk about like the most, you have like, you see those movies, like those scenes in movies where like the, the wheels spin and then like take off down. Like that's not real. Remember Steven Alexander, the tight end from, um, he probably had his best years in uh, Washington with the, with the uh, with then Redskins. He finished his career with Detroit. Anyway, he lived down the no, street. No, but I believe you. I picked a, yes, there you go. I picked him up on the way. He's like, you've got to pick me up. You've got to drive me to, to work. I was like, cool. So I pick him up coming through the neighborhood, and it's like, you know, quarter to six, six, you know, six in the morning. And I'm trying to think, like, it would be like pulling out of a neighborhood onto Burnside, right? Okay. So onto like a major street. And so there's literally nobody on the on the the road. And so I kind of look and right and I was like, I'm gonna coast through this stop sign. And I coast through and I dropped it, you know, hit the paddles and like crank the wheel, you know, to take a right hand turn out onto onto Burnside and then slam the gas. I'm not kidding. This thing fishtailed out all the way to the other side of the the oncoming traffic over the dividing line, like caught and then, and I could see you, like you feel your face, like just get sucked back into the seats. And Steven let out the biggest like scream, like he was a little seven year old girl, like, Oh my God. And then we're down, you know, down the road. And, I have never, like, at that moment, it was like, okay, so people will just give cars that, um, you know, supercars to people in the NFL. And then I had to give it back in, like, two weeks because the other car got fixed. And I was like, you well, sure? You're the, you're the quarterback of the Lions. But did that, did that moment make you become, like, did that do something to you to make you want that, like, be car guy and go fast and... Take your car to Laguna Seca and like race other dudes. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I see what you're saying. If anything, it <laughs> scared the hell out because, of you. Okay, what's that? Scared the hell out of you. Made you, you not want to be that yeah. way. Well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like I'm in second <laughs> gear and I'm going and I'm going yeah. on the I'm on the freeway in second gear. Like that's how <laughs> you know. Okay, it's starting to sound a little high. I better drop to third. Um, <laughs> but like. Those, how do I say this taftfully? I didn't want to become that guy, right? Oh, you didn't like you Aston Martin guy? Well, you know, the guy, it's like, I'm going to race you with my car. I'm going to, yeah. you know, yeah. like, but what it has done is, you know, as you know, kids are getting older and like retro is cool again. I had the thought the other day, I was like, Oh, I wonder what a 2004 Aston Martin Vanquish sells for now. I was like, oh, it went on and, you know, it's it's not by any means, you know, affordable, but, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. It's 
only like $59,000. Wait, really? Which is significantly less than the 150 that it was, but it's like, huh. At what Damn. point does like that old, because that was in the Bond movies, that was in the Bond movie that came out. And, you know, like all those Bond Aston Martins are like retro, cool, super valuable. I was like, at what point does it hit the bottom of like the, you know, the old car market? And I love this for you, Joey. I think you should be an Aston Martin Valuable guy. and retro. So that's the thing. Like, I didn't want to be the racing car guy, but I had the thought the other day, I was like, huh. I wonder if there's ever a point where it gets down to like twenty thousand. Yeah. You know? Would you and then buy maybe it? I mean if it if it got down to yeah. you know, something that was because it was it's something that you put in the garage and, and then, you know, drive up the gorge every every once in a while. You're not driving an Aston Martin to the grocery. Actually we did drive the Aston Martin <laughs> to the grocery store. Emily and I did. And that was um there's there was no back seat. It was just kind of like this little shelf thing. I mean, it was kind of a seat, but we had all these grocery bags. It was like, what do you, what do you do with it? Like well, strap it to the top of the car? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's made to go to the grocery store. But that's funny that yeah. you guys. <laughs> Which exactly emphasizes the point. Like, no, yeah. I did not think I should get this Aston yeah. Martin and start racing people because right. I was going to the grocery store. Right. Okay. Well, uh, this is our friend Joey Harrington. It is story time with Joey, uh, a great sportsman. Um, Let's just—we uh, got to take a break. We're we're over, so let's uh, come back. I want to ask you about your first car. I wonder what Joey Harrington's first car was. Do you have any guesses, Buckley? Oh, I, I mean, I feel like he, he might be in the same realm I was, like an S, like a used SUV guy, something like that, like a Jeep or a pickup okay. or something like that. Okay, maybe a Subaru, mm-hmm. being an Oregonian. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I also want to know Joey's first car post signing because yeah. that feels like a big thing. Exactly. Too. Exactly. All right. Well, let's talk cars. Uh, Joey Harrington, more with him next on The Fan. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, well, we're getting to nothing that we have planned, but that's the beauty of story time. Is we got all off-season for that. That's right. Uh, Joey Harrington is with us, and uh, we were talking, since we were at the auto show, we were talking about his Aston Martin. He's Aston Martin guy. I, I wish think it, it was my Aston Martin. It was, well, just, I, it was the dealership's Aston Martin that I got to drive for like two weeks. Yeah, I think it would be cool if you bought it, though. At you know, at this stage of your life, I think that would be that would be awesome. But what was your um, what was your first car? Nineteen eighty nine Toyota Camry. Very sensible. Okay. Yep. Manual transmission. Mm-hmm. One side view mirror. It did not have a passenger side view mirror. Not because it got knocked off, but because uh, my dad told me later. I asked him, I was like, why was there only one side view mirror? He said, because they gave me the option when I bought it, because it was, you know, dad's old car. Really? Uh, that it was like $300 less if you didn't put the <laughs> passenger side side view mirror on. So you like, could oh, opt out of one. a key piece of safety equipment. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Oh, my God. Okay, so did he... Yeah. So what was your dad's philosophy on, on your car, like giving you a car? Well, I didn't get it. I mean, it was, I think my sophomore year, I, li- I started living off campus. And then it was, um, that's, when I, that's when I got the camera. He got a, he, and he had just gotten, I mean, it was, so that would have been 98, 99. So yeah, it was 10 years, the car was 10 years old and he, you know, he's got a new car. and. But what about and, when you first started driving, like in high school? 
Oh, in high school? Yeah. Um, I mean, he had the Camry. I mean, it wasn't mine. Um, That's what you drove? He, but you had, learned on that? I drove the... Yeah, I learned on the on the Camry, which then, you know, when he got the Honda Accord, then I got the Camry. Or, and hold on, ready? You, I, I don't think you're quite ready I for this. I don't think I am, yeah. Uh, Dodge Grand Caravan. Four screen with oh my gold God. piping. Like yeah. race, not a race full racing stripe down the side, but more of just like a pinstripe. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to go wood siding on us, which would have been maybe one, one step no, up. No, that uh, was I, the I like previous. That. that was the station wagon before. Okay, so at least the it runs in the family. Of, <laughs> yeah, so I rode in the in the wood paneled station wagon, but I didn't get to drive that because she got the minivan. You know, what a sensible family. What was your first car? Okay, so what? Uh, no, let me ask you this way: What is the nicest car you've ever purchased? And don't be. <laughs> Don't be humble. I know you're a very humble guy, but we want Ego Joey here. Ego Joey. Um, well, purchased, I, I've, I, our good friends at BMW Portland are absolutely fantastic, and I have purchased a BMW 7 Series from them. Nice. It's a beautiful, fantastic, wonderful, incredible, the ultimate driving machine, as they say. That is a fly um, car, for sure. It it's it's not bad. Um, it, it it does its it does its job. Um, you were going to ask my first car. Well, we asked your first car right? after you got after you got your big contract. That's the other one. Well, so I never. So here's the funny thing. Again, like people just give cars away to NFL players, even though they could should probably buy them. I didn't buy a car, so I got drafted in 2002. I did not buy a car until 2008. Wow, that's awesome. Did you buy one for anybody else? I bought my, like a, like I a bought parent or anything? Parents. Yeah. I bought my, I bought my uh, parents' cars. Um, oh. Yeah. Give them another yeah, mini- minivan? Uh, no. Mom, um, mom wanted a Ford Explorer. Nice. You know, um, and then I got dad, uh, like the Lexus, um, what was it? The LS? Yeah, that was a few, few years ago. Um, had a Range Rover for a while again, like on a trade out deal. And that was, that was a good, the Range Rover supercharge was a fun one to drive. You like that car? Um, See, I, I know I've never liked those. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It was the, it was it drove like a car. That's the thing. Like it was a SUV that drove like, because a lot of times, like, you know, you're driving an SUV and it's like, you're driving a truck, you know, like dum, 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 yeah. dum. this Range Rover, the supercharged, like it had some, it, it had some, some move to it. Um, but yeah, you know, okay. So last question then, cause now we're out of time. Look at that. Shut up. Yeah, we'll have to get to our hardest job in sports next week. Yeah, we were going to ask you that the topic that we were talking about before you came on was: Is being a college football head coach now the hardest job in sports, uh, team sports? Which it, I feel like it's not even really much of a debate anymore. But who cares about that? The who real cares? question is: we're, You're at the auto show. Like seriously, what would you? Uh, what do you? Uh, so. You're a hard one because you're obviously very 
Like, you're not just going to go out and buy, like, this Lamborghini that's sitting right behind us, although it is very nice. You should, though. Matt Black. Um, what what would be a dream car of yours? Like, something that you really would want? Fast and Martin. Oh, you, that, that OG Aston Martin that you drove? The with OG the Aston Martin. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, that's like, I don't, see, I love, I love the idea of vintage, of yeah. being, you know, 58 years old with, you know, some gray hair and, you know, cruising down the gorge, you know, kids are out of college and me and Emily go on a date and... You know, I don't, uh-huh. I don't, I, the, the idea of like hopping in a Lamborghini and, you know, like, I, or, a, you know, uh, what does it say, McLaren or a, mm-hmm. a Bugatti, you know, like spending a million bucks for a car. No, no, thank you. Like, that's just not for a whole host of reasons, but like, you know, like a vintage Aston Martin or, um, I don't know, that would be a, that would be a pretty cool, uh. Uh, a cool way to go. On the extreme end of the spectrum, as far as teammates or guys you played with, who who either has the most memorable or outlandish or like, okay, that might not be my thing, but that's a pretty sweet ride. Ooh. Marty Morningweg. That's a tough question. <laughs> he came up. So Marty Morningweg. Motorcycle. Okay, so, yes, the motorcycle. Do you know the story? You told us this, yeah. But you should tell how he walked off. He pretend. Okay, so here we go. I don't know this story. This is a great story. My rookie, my rookie year, he got you know, quote unquote, real pissed off at us one day, and like it was was apparent, it was an attempt at motivating us. But like he started screaming at the top of his lungs, just out of nowhere, and like was you know, like MFing guys up and down. I was like, what is going on? Like, and then he's like, you know, screw it. I've had it. I'm out. And he storms off the field and he just happened to have a motorcycle sitting behind the goalpost there. And then like throws on his helmet and he peels out of the parking lot. And we're like, Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess practice is done. And we just left. That was his big go. Way to make a statement, <laughs> Coach. He was fired yeah. not long after. He got your attention. <laughs> oh, hey, which reminds me, coolest car I ever saw in the parking lot. That was the year. That was immediately, like, right after that motorcycle was when they rolled out the the, the new Ford GT. Oh, okay. The remake of the one from um, the Ford versus Ferrari movie, and Robert Porsche had one of those. Damn, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Fantastic. All right, we'll leave it there. Thank you. You're wonderful. Thank you. You're wonderful. I uh, I hope to uh, I hope to chat again soon. Talk to you next week. Have See a you great Joey. weekend, Joey Harrington. See ya. How about that? Yeah, he's brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Got to nothing. This is the beauty of story time. It, it was There's fitting. No we're at plan. the auto show. We only talked cars. That's good. Yeah, and you know we're not Synergy. even huge car guys. You and I. No, we're not. And neither is he. No. But yet you can still talk cars. Yeah. That's the beauty of cars Mm -hmm. right there. All right. Let's move it on to the club. I have an announcement to make. Mm. I think I'm about to become that guy. We'll start there next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 